Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Podcasting with Will show. I am your host, Will, obviously. Today is April 14th, 2023, exactly 19 years ago, to the day that one of the, a true American hero, selflessly threw himself on a grenade to save his fellow Marines. That Marine's name was Corporal Jason L. Dunham of Kilo Company, 4th Platoon, 2nd Squad, 3rd Battalion, 7th Marines. Corporal Dunham would later be awarded the Medal of Honor posthumously for his actions. This is a pretty hard month for a lot of Marines and corpsmen and others that served over in Iraq in 04. It's like rough. I mean, this whole month. I call it like the Mujahideen Fintive, kinda. So, going to read you Corporal Dunham's uh, Medal of Honor citation, as well as as well as like talk about some things that I know, you know. about it I'll recommend and also for those who are interested in learning about Corporal Dunham's story there's a great book written by Wall Street Journal reporter Michael Phillips called uh, The Gift of Valor it's an outstanding book so if anyone would you know like to that's a book I would highly recommend that people that you people read or anyone listening you read so I mean it's just a really great book so here we go here it is the president of the United States in the name of Congress takes pride in presenting the Medal of Honor posthumously to Corporal Jason L. Dunham United States Marine Corps for service as set forth in the following citation, for conspicuous gallantry and interpretude at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty while serving as rifle squad leader, 4th platoon, Company K, 3rd battalion, 7th marines reinforced, regimental combat team 7, 1st marine division reinforced, on 14 April 2004, Corporal Dunham's squad was conducting a reconnaissance mission in the town of Karabla, Iraq, when they heard a rocket-propelled grenade and small arms fire erupted approximately two kilometers to the west. Corporal Dunham led his combined air armor team towards the engagement to provide fire support to their battalion commander's convoy, which had been ambushed as it was traveling to Camp Useba. The battalion com- Corporal Dunham and his Marines advanced. They quickly began to receive enemy fire. Corporal Dunham ordered the squad to dismount their vehicles and led one of his fire teams on, a foot, on foot several blocks south of the ambush convoy. Discovering seven Iraqi vehicles in the column attempting to depart, Corporal Dunham and his team stopped the vehicles to search them for weapons. As they approached the vehicles, the vehicles and insurgent leaped out and attacked Corporal Dunham. Corporal Dunham wrestled the insurgent to the ground and in the ensuing struggle saw the insurgent release a grenade. Corporal Dunham immediately alerted his fellow Marines to the threat, aware of the imminent danger, and without hesitation, Corporal Dunham covered the grenade with his helmet and body, bearing the 
brunt of the explosion and shielding his Marines from the blast. And an ultimate act of selfless, of self, and an ultimate and selfless act of bravery, in which he was mortally wounded, he saved the lives of at least two fellow Marines. By his undaunting courage, interpretude, and fighting spirit, and unwavering devotion to duty, Corporal Dunham gallantly gave his life for his country. Therefore, reflecting great credit upon himself, holding the highest tradition, the traditions of the Marine Corps and United States Naval Service. For those that don't know what posthumous means it means it was awarded because you died as well as the camp Husaba would later be named camp gannon for for our through co in uh Husaba, major richard l gannon the second richard j gannon the second correct myself there <clears throat> And then our battalion commander whose convoy was ambushed was Colonel Lopez. He was wounded like a bullet grazed his back. Uh, Fala, who was served as, who was a Marine, so 311 and former Lima, who was previously with Lima, who served as the president's interpreter, or the president, the battalion commander's interpreter, was severely wounded in that, in that ambush as well. He was hit. I believe two of Corporal Dunham's Marines Two Corporal Dunham's Marines were wounded. Corporal, or that time I believe it was. It was a Hampton and Miller were both wounded. They were medevaced out. I believe that was the same day we had some of our snipers ambushed. We had been in at HK. We had got in a little bit. Of, because that's where the act happened. That was the HK Triangle where he found his vehicles. It's HK Triangle. is an area in between Husaba and Carabla, the city of Carabla. And it's basically, we call it the HK Triangle. It's not a good area. The interesting thing about this is Corporal Dunham had discussed throwing a Kevlar on there before and saying that, you know, you would survive. <clears throat> you could probably survive. <clears throat> now, Corporal Dunham would survive to be medevac. He would live for eight days after this action happened. He was able to make it to Bethesda Naval Hospital in Maryland, where his father and mother, Dan and, De Dan and Deb, Dan, I mean, you know, they were able to come visit him and be with him. The Commandant came personally, General Hagee, and awarded, presented, you know, his Purple Heart, as well as, you know, he presented Deb with a uh, coin she thought was originally meant for Jason, and it was it was meant for her. I mean, it was, I mean, so, Corporal Dunham promised he would get all his Marines home, and all his Marines were able to make it home. <clears throat> I mean, I'm truly honored and humbled to have served in the same battalion, you know, fought and patrolled the same dirt as men like Corporal Dunham. I mean, I'm not a hero by any means, but I truly can say, honestly, I walked amongst heroes every day while I was in the Marine Corps. You know, I will not ever forget the sacrifice of men like Corporal Dunham, Morris, Smith, Major Gannon, 
Corporal Gibson, Smith, Valdez, Van Leuven, all those guys that we lost. Wazer, he was killed on April 8th. Torres from Cat White, I think he was killed on April 6th or 7th. Wazer was the uh, 8th. I remember that was like my first time seeing a Marine really, you know, down on the ground, like pretty much gone. I remember like. We were getting, we got yelled all busting like the other like guys from the line company to this weird cat. We had dismounted. We were told, hey, pay attention, check your sectors, don't look, don't look back. Watching the corner. I remember my doc, Doc Gallant, punching. He punched the Humvee. And I think he broke his hand because there was nothing he could do. I mean. And there's, I mean, it was, man, April 2004, and that, well, that first deployment was rough. Second deployment was fairly rough, too, the next year. I mean, third one wasn't as rough, I mean, but fourth one wasn't really rough, that rough, neither, but yeah. That one was probably the roughest and toughest. I mean, I'm never going to forget, like, those guys. I mean life though especially if you're in the military I mean you could lose buddies in training too because that's the thing our training is inherently dangerous I mean you lose guys not just in combat but in training I mean we train like we fight I mean it's not you know and then you get out you lose people too it sucks like I just found out my senior drill instructor passed away January 30th I mean, he truly embodied what a senior drill instructor was. I mean, I remember I wanted to go home. I didn't want to stay in boot camp. I wanted to go home. I'm like, this sucks. Of course, Marine Corps boot camp is supposed to suck. If it was easy, it'd be called something else. I just remember being like, geez. And then we're out there doing training. And I remember him talking about, like, the Marines at the Chosen Reservoir. He was trying to motivate us because we were being weak recruits. Staff Sergeant Banky, he would retire as a Master Sergeant. But he was like, the Marines at the Chosen Western World War, when they were getting bayoneted and gutted, weren't crying like this. I remember my grandpa Buck being a Marine at the Chosen Reservoir, and I was like, wow. I'm like, I'm going to fall. I'm going to become a, I want, I want to be a Marine now because of that. Yeah. And he truly didn't give up on you. <clears throat> I remember when I, when I found this out, I was scrolling through my LinkedIn the other last night actually, and I seen it. I was like, in memory of. I was like, so I remember like the first time I saw him like on LinkedIn, it was like someone you may know or mutual connections, and I just went to a position of attention. So holy crap, that's my senior drill instructor. Man, but again, you know, so the saying says, you know, it's a little life that'll make them proud.
Anyhow, though, like, Corporal Dunham, though, let's get back to him. He has, a, they get named a U.S. A Navy guided Arlen Burke class destroyer, guided, guided missile destroyer was named the USS Jason Dunham. And there's a formal ceremony in Sisio, 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 uh, it's S-C-I-O, I don't want to butcher it, that's where he's from. In March of 2020, March 23rd, 2007, they named it, they announced they were naming that after him. And then April 11th was the christening, the, the Bath Iron Works, I guess, christening of the ship. His mother, Deborah, was a, is a ship's, was a ship's, that's Deb, she was a sponsor, she like did the, I guess where they break the champagne over it or whatever, christening it. A lot of other Marines were there for that. I mean, General Hagee, the former Commandant, was there. Piece of Corporal Dunham's helmet is encased in the mast of the ship. I mean, I think I was in a, either... It's either Al-Assad or... What's the other... There's another airbase in Iraq that was... They had to, like, name their uh, street after Corporal Dunham. There was, like... There might have been... There's a street named after him. There's a corporal's course. There's, you know... Security Forces Barracks in Kings Bay, Maine was renamed after him because that's where Corporal Dunham, he was Security Forces before he came to 3-7. The Corporal's Course at Marine Corps Air Station, Buford, South Carolina. And that's the room, is the Corporal, Corporal Dunham room. That's where Corporal's Course is at. Again, you know, you can read the book, The Gift of Valor. They renamed the SCIO post office after him. So, I mean, you know, there's that. I mean, same after him. I mean, like I said, you can... The Dunham family met President George W. Bush, who... The family gave him a copy of The Gift of Valor. So, I mean... I'm sure he's read that. I'm sure President Bush has read that. I mean, I mean, so everyone knows uh, the guy that the insurgent that dropped the grenade, Kilo Company got him. He was a uh, Corporal Sanders at the time, or he might have been Lance Corporal. The R, R the RO for the uh, radio operator for Kilo got him. Corporal Dunham has a. Cause I'm from Oklahoma. I live in Broken Arrow. Corporal Dunham has a. Quite the connection to Oklahoma, even though he's from New York. His best friend in uh, Kilo Company, uh, Mark Dean, is from here. Corporal Sanders. Sanders is from here. I mean, another one of his, uh, one of his uh, fellow Marines from Kilo Company. A couple of them are from here. I mean, it's a thing. The Marine Corps is like a small world. I'm surprised how many guys you find out from Oklahoma. Or from like whatever state you're from, you know. Anyhow, I plan on also doing another podcast on the 17th. That will be marking the 19th anniversary of the Battle of Huseba. I mean, let's see. Let's go over. I can go over Corporal Dunham's more of a. Corporal Dunham's, uh, let's go over all of his decorations, awards. Medal of Honor, obviously. 
is the Purple Heart Combat Action Ribbon, the Navy Meritorious Unit Commendation, Navy Marine Corps Good Conduct Medal, National Defense Service Medal, which by the way, you can no longer get the National Natty D, Natty D anymore, the Iraqi, Camp the Iraqi Campaign Medal with one, com with one campaign star, I don't think you can get that anymore. Global War on Terrorism Service Medal. Can't get that anymore. Navy Sea Service Deployment Ribbon. They also have the Sharpshooter Marksmanship Badge. The Expert Pistol Marksmanship Badge. Yeah, here's the... It was announced that he would be receiving a Medal of Honor, our highest award for valor, on November 10th, 2006 at the dedication for the National Museum of the Marine Corps, which is Triangle Present... Triangle, Virginia, by President George W. Bush. And then they have the ceremony. You can watch, I believe, a YouTube video of the ceremony on on YouTube. Also, like I said, I would highly recommend the Gift of Valor. And I would just, you know, like I said, pray for his... Uh, Corporal Dunham's family and all the other service members' families, Marines that were lost, and, you know, their brothers and sisters in arms, and, you know, because this is a rough month. I mean, Marines in Al-Ambar province in 04, in April, and if you were any, well, Army, you know, ground units too out there, you know, if you were in Al-Ambar in 04, even Iraq in 04 in April, it was rough. I mean, it's a rough month. I mean, 2-4 got hit hard early in April in Ramadi. A couple of Marines I know, like, their senior drill instructor, or their, one of their drill instructors, Staff Sergeant Walker, was killed. He was a platoon sergeant for 2-4. My, one of my buddies I knew from ITB, Jerebic, was killed with 2-4. He's from Wisconsin. He's called the Salty Private. He was a PFC, though, when he got killed, I believe. A lot of guys got killed. I mean, so I mean, a lot of units got hit hard. I mean, the first battle of Fallujah went on. I mean, it was a rough month. I mean, But yeah, I highly recommend The Gift of Valor. There's also a documentary film about Corporal Dunham called The Gift. You can also find that and look that up. It's a good the documentary about Corporal Dunham. Let me look up some more info for that. The gift. But it's a... Uh, okay, a lot of people helped get that one going, I believe. It's by a... Uh, Man, it's by a. This is by.
by David Neese. He's like the guy that sponsored the uh, the gift. Explores the life and legacy of Medal of Honor recipient Jason Dunham. You can like you can watch that. Here is a aware of the imminent danger and without hesitation. Here's a reading of Corporal Dunham. Here's going to be a reading of Corporal Dunham's Medal of Honor citation. Let's see, where was this? It says, tonight, the uh, crew of the USS Jason Dunham will watch, will sit and watch the gift for the first time. One thing is certain, they will never look at the ship the same way again. Tonight, it says, 19 years ago today, Corporal Dunham made a con conscious decision to lay down his life for two of his Marines. He felt immense responsibility for the lives of his Marines, and he promised them he would bring them home alive. He kept his promise. He truly did. And it says, you know, they will never, obviously the crew of the Dunham won't ever, you know, look at that ship again. It says, so on this day, let us remember Corporal Dunham, care for each other, love each other, and be thankful for what we have. And most of all, live for him and keep moving forward. Rest easy, Kilo 4-2. And here is the reading of the citation. Insurgent to the ground, and in the ensuing struggle, saw the insurgent release a grenade. Corporal Dunham immediately alerted his fellow Marines to the threat. Aware of the imminent danger and without hesitation, Corporal Dunham covered the grenade with his helmet and body, bearing the brunt of the explosion and shielding his Marines from the blast. In an ultimate and selfless act of bravery in which he was mortally wounded, he saved the lives of at least two fellow Marines. By his undaunted courage, intrepid fighting spirit, and unwavering devotion to duty, Corporal Dunham gallantly gave his life for his country, thereby reflecting great credit upon himself, upholding the highest traditions of the Marine Corps, the United States Naval Service. Corporal Dunham wrestled the insurgent to the ground, and in the ensuing struggle, saw the insurgent release a grenade. That looks like that was read at a. Uh... Looks like it's at a, uh, maybe the Recruit Depot. So, I mean, it's pretty, that's pretty, that's good stuff. Like I said, you know, watch the gift. So with that being said, I'm going to sign off here shortly. But, you know, just, I mean, I guess that was kind of a repeat of my reading, but probably better. It was actually, the only reason I played that was it was actually at a, looked like at a, uh, Recruit Depot or somewhere, maybe. Because on Crucibles, they do name, like, there's a Crucible event where they read, like, called the, I mean, they name it after Corporal Dunham where people, where, like, someone reads off the citations. So, I'm going to sign off. Hopefully, everyone has a good weekend. And a good rest of their Friday. Stay safe and frosty out there. And, you know, 
So don't be a dick to people. We'll out. <laughs>